It's day nine, my last day in Lassen Volcanic National Park, and I meet a little ranger who teaches me that we all got our unique gifts. Today is day nine, and it's my last day here in Lassen Volcanic National Park. So I slowly meandered this morning all the way up from the southwest entrance to the north. And it's about like an hour drive, but it's fucking beautiful. And I was going to do a few hikes this morning, but there was like a rainstorm last night. And all the fire department was here because, you know, with all the crazy lightning storms that cause all these California fires, they were afraid that something was going to catch fire. But luckily, so far... Everything's safe here, but I think it's kind of a little nudge or push, I feel, for me to... I think it's time for me to end the mountain life and head to the coast. So I think I'm going to be driving all the way to Arcata, which is about, I think, four hours or something from here, so not too bad. But I'm doing this beautiful walk around Manzanita Lake in Lassen before I head out. And, oh my God, there's all these like signs that say you can't swim in this lake because of the otters. And I'm like, otters? Whatever. You know, these cute little cuddly things. And they showed a picture of this woman who got like brutally attacked by these like river otters. And I was like, what? Like, you think that they're like these nice... Nope, they are vicious because... And guess what? I saw them. I saw them in the lake. So there's a mama and three babies and the mama's like defending and she saw me walking on the trail because it goes right up to the shoreline and she just started to like come towards me and hissing and like <laughs> I was like okay 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 I'm not gonna come near the lake I was like okay now I understand why they say don't swim in the lake you know and I think a lot of people um young people you know are just like or even like me I'd be like whatever river otter like I'm just gonna take a quick dip holy crap i mean these guys can like kill and they're like just little otters so i'll have to post the video you guys gotta see it um okay hold on i wish i could like show you images of where i'm talking from because it's so fucking beautiful i'm gonna go take some photos and enjoy soak in this site before i leave so i'll be back Oh my god, I just saw the cutest little fucking boy ever. He must have only been like four years old, I'm guessing. Um, <laughs> and he had on a ranger jacket with his badges. He had binoculars around his neck. He had like a forest service hat. He had little hiking boots and a walking stick. Like he was geared up. And of course, I was like, I saw him from a distance. I was like, oh my God, look at that professional hiker. And he went on like for 20 minutes telling me all about all of his gear and what everything is and how he uses his binoculars, even though he looked at them, looked through them backwards. It was like such confidence, like such confidence. <laughs> and I was just like, this is life, right? Like, <laughs> You just got to own whatever it is that you love and like just like he was convinced he was like the best forest ranger in the world i was like that's oh i love kids and we have so much to learn from them because it really is just a state of mind it really is just our imagination you know (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god i love him and i love how every like every being on this planet every human like it's just built with their own unique gifts because you see other kids like i've seen other kids in the park like at some of the picnic sites and stuff and they're just like screaming and crying at the sight of a bug and this guy's like you know like just knows the species and the name and like you know when i was in um LA my girl my one of my really good Peace Corps buddies she's got a six-year-old girl and she's just like the most outgoing thing talks to everybody and everything and like she has no fear like jumps into the ocean waves like in LA and just like acts like it's nothing and it's like 10 feet taller than she is you know and then I met her little like friend and it's like this little quiet thing and I had to like carry her out into the ocean and she was so scared when the wave like touched her foot but yet her gift is like she's super artistic and super introverted you know and that's what I just love like oh my we're just like kind of born into this planet with our own unique set of blueprints and gifts and it's not saying like you can totally learn and 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 gain skills in other areas and I think that's why we're drawn to each other like they're probably best friends because my girlfriend's like daughter Kelsey like like (laughs) offers her friend like like the ability to to be wild and to be fearless and to like go into the ocean which she normally probably would have never done and I don't know but I'm guessing that her friend like invites Kelsey to be more like artistic and quiet but yet like we don't have to fucking change who we are right but as adults we grow up and then we're trying to change who we are we're trying to change like um, like, you know, oh, well, I wish I was more like so-and-so. I wish I was... We start comparing. We start contrasting. We start thinking that something's wrong with us. And we totally miss out on what our unique gifts are. You know? And that's what's been so interesting about my journey is it keeps leading back. Like, you know, I'm a little goofball at heart. And I'm a little bit cray-cray, you know? And it keeps coming back to that. And every time I try to be like a Reiki master teacher, that's like a meditation teacher or yoga teacher that's like legit and aligned and super spiritual. It's like, I'm not having fun. Others aren't really having fun. And it's just like, "Mm." but every time I go back to it, and I just did like a series of TikTok videos. Um, I put them on my Instagram. If you haven't seen them or follow me on TikTok, Callie Sorensen. But like, I just had super fun. And I'm like, why the fuck am I doing this? Yet from those videos... You know, one guy on Facebook found me and he was like, I want you to be my coach because I want your, like, I want your self-expression. I want to be able to not give a shit what other people think. And do you see how it just came from me being me? People can sense your essence and they want a piece of that. They want to work with you. And it doesn't matter if you're a life coach or if you're selling ice cream or whatever the fuck it is that you do for a living, like people just gravitate. So it actually doesn't fucking matter what you do externally. Like God's infinite menu. Like, what do you want to do? What do you want to choose? What do you want to create? What do you want to be? You know, we get to choose that. And then we just be ourselves. So really the work that I love doing with people is we just take off all the fucking dust. We just take off all the limitations and all the conditionings and all of that. And we go in and we feel through that trauma, the pain of, I'm not safe to be big. I'm not safe to be me. Because, yeah, you know what? In past lifetimes, you are probably killed for being the hugeness of who you are. Right? And so this lifetime, it's like, wait. It's, it's learning that I am intrinsically safe. I am intrinsically valuable, worthy, loved, amazing, fucking phenomenal, just as I am. 
and I don't have to be like anybody else. And I get to be me. And I get to discover what that even is moment to moment, day to day. Like, I still get to just, like, you know, relish in who I am. And, whoa, like, I'm so vast. And it's not that I'm a goofball all the time because I think that was it, too. Is then I become attached to the persona of I need to be, I need to be funny or I need to be hilarious. But, no, I've got depth. And I was telling that you know, to one of my clients before, because she was like, wow, you're really serious. Like, I thought you were going to be super goofy. And I was like, let's, <laughs> it depends on the moment. Like in one session, I might be laughing my ass off and joking around with you. And in another session, I'm going to be fucking holding a deep, loving, nurturing, like angelic, safe, nurturing space. So you see, we have all of these aspects within each of us, right? And how do we just empty our vessel out, empty ourselves out? to let that come through so it's not conditioned and thought of by the mind rather it's felt in the being in the heart and it's just expressed moment to moment and that's the fucking magic right that's the magic no control needed the perfection of who you are your being your essence and even all the shit you're going through the perfection of that because it's pushing you to empty it out because if things were comfortable you'd stay where you were and you wouldn't grow and expand perfection of everything every moment of every essence oh my titties are hard and my got goosebumps from my titty toes all the way up to my fingers and my head okay i'm at my car i kind of wish i did a big hike this morning but oh well it's like trusting i wouldn't have seen the sea otters i wouldn't have had that download at that exact moment to share right now and i'm off to walmart I need to get a like better freaking uh, portable charger because mine only holds like it only charges my phone once and I talk a lot on the phone recording these things and taking pictures and videos and I need more juice. Okay, off to Reading. Talk to you later. I gotta go pee. And I'm alive. I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive, and I'm growing, and I'm expanding, holy shit. You know when things, like, that used to trigger you or send you totally off kilter, and then all of a sudden you kind of re-experience something similar or even quote-unquote worse, but you handle it so well, and you get so proud of yourself because you realize, holy shit, I'm... I've grown and I've expanded so much. Well, that's me. So I think I shared a few days ago how one of my biggest challenges that I've experienced in this human form is indecision. And like, I think it comes from, I think also growing up with my dad, who's like, I don't know if it's type A personality is the right word, but he's just a super planner. He likes to have things under control and kind of everything perfect and lined up and known. And well, yeah, I'm this trip is like really forcing me to be like, I have no fucking idea what's going on because I don't have time. I, well, one, I don't have cell service, so I can't really research like camping or where I'm going or what's next. So that's one thing. (laughs) And number two, just, you know, shit just goes wrong. (laughs) 
So I had no idea. I knew I was coming to Arcata and that was like a last minute decision this morning, right? And I had no idea where I was going to end up tonight. And so I looked up camping and, you know, oh man, some places it's like $50 to pitch a tent. I'm like, okay, I do have $50 that I could spend, but I'm like, <laughs> like the little controlling ego part of me is like, the, I, it's principle. I am not paying $50 to pitch a tent. I can do it for free. And I think especially since up until now, I've pretty much camped free in the wild, except um, in Lassen. I mean, I only paid $16 a night. Plus you got like a bathroom and like a nice bench and, you know, facilities or whatever. No shower, but I'm like, I'm not paying fucking $50. So anyways, <sighs> long story short, I ran around this whole freaking town and I was going to like sleep at a rest stop and then it was shut down for renovations and COVID or whatever. So then I was like, fine, I'll pay fucking $25 to like sleep in this campsite. So I go to this campsite, found a cheap one. It was like the dodgiest people ever. <laughs> I guess Arcata, like Northern California is known for like weed trimmers. And so there's just, and not just that, I'm not, I'm not trying to stereotype weed trimmers, but I think you're catching my drift. There's just a bunch of sketchy, weird hippies that are kind of homeless and dirty. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I consider myself high class for once. <laughs> oh my God, it sounds so bad, but it's kind of what I'm really thinking. <laughs> but again, I'm not my thoughts, so you can't hold me to any of this. So, yeah, it was a really fucking sketchy campsite. And it was, like, disgusting pit toilet where you can see the fucking shit, like, piled up high. I was like, oh, And I'm like, okay with that shit, but that shit was high. And then, like, the campsites had, like, fucking, like... You know when a dead body happens and there's, like, yellow tape that you have to stretch around? It had, like, yellow tape stretched around and, like, this weird guy with a big belly that was like half naked like sitting at his campsite I'm like and it was like a parking lot that was just it was just gross it was just gross I was like I'm not paying fucking $25 for this and by this time I couldn't get the $50 site because it's like you have to reserve and it's in somebody's like back forest and at this time it's like going dark so I was like okay let me just grab some sushi treat myself and go see the sunset. So I go to the sunset. All of a sudden, I think I hit camp like fucking forest fire. Because there was just like smoke. And I was like, oh wait, no, it's fog. So I get to the beach where I was supposed to watch sunset. And you can't even see in front of you. It's just like fog. <laughs> so I leave and I try to find a place and I can't. And then all of a sudden the sun's shining. So then I go back the sun comes out and so I go back to the beach I'm telling you I don't even fucking know because I'm so tired I went back and forth and all over and stopped at some shady motel and some fucking forest street and another campsite was full it was and another rest stop was like closed I was just like holy shit but anyways I'm parked now for free in some dodgy rest stop but I've got all my shades, my windows blocked, so it's good, and my mattress was blown up, and I got my blankets, 
and I'm going to fucking bed. But anyways, I was like, I stayed calm that whole time. I was like, wow. It was just like, okay, next. And I could feel kind of the old strains of like stress and freak out. Because I think sometimes, or normally I might, I mean, not always, but yeah, sometimes I freak out of that shit. I mean, I was freaking out more when I hit Walmart because I, I stopped in uh, the big town of Reading coming from Lassen to Arcata. And I stopped at Walmart to kind of pick up some camping supplies. I needed like band-aids and just random shit because I cut my foot open. But when I got in Walmart, again, I think being an empath, I just started feeling anxious and overwhelmed and indecisive. And, and then I was like, wait... There seems to be a theme here. Remember when I went to the bakery after that long, beautiful, expansive hike? And then it was like, yeah, and Lawson, I was feeling amazing. And then I get down and go to Walmart, and all of a sudden I'm, like, stressed out about where to sleep tonight. So I was like, whoa, caught that one. Not me. Is this my thought? Did it happen automatically? It happened automatically. It's the fucking default mode. Not my thought. None of these thoughts are mine. What do I choose? And I just breathed and fucking just brought in this expansiveness, playfulness, joy. Whew, cleared out my system. And then all of this happened. And it was like, I was just, I seriously was laughing. I was like, God, are you like testing me? You must be testing me to see if I'm going to freak out, if I'm like really going to be okay. <laughs> and I'm okay. And I'm fucking tired. So I'm going to go to bed. And I planned out in my little car in my back seat. I got like one bar so I could kind of look up what hikes I want to do. So I got two full days of awesome hikes to pack in. I just want to move my body. And then I booked a, I was like, let me just book a place because after tonight, so Wednesday night, because I have a client and a call and stuff and I wanted some Wi Fi, I'm like, I'm booking my first hotel for 40 bucks. Hills. Yeah, up in Crescent City. I don't know why I just told you guys all that. Was that like really fucking boring? Well, I guess if it was boring for you, you'd probably have hung up by now. (laughs) Oh, I love you guys. I love you. I love you. I love you. You see, you know, like looking at my pictures on Facebook, you don't get the backstory behind what the fuck just happened to all of these pictures. That's why I like talking. Okay. Peace out. I'll talk to you later. (laughs) Good night. Good day. And a good laugh to you. And that's all for today. But before you go to bed tonight, feel into what makes you unique. What sets you apart from everybody else. And celebrate that shit because you're amazing.